Oh boy. Somebody doesn't want me over there. Welcome to the Activity Continues podcast. We are your hosts. This is Megan. And this is Amy. Thanks for joining us again. This week, Megan is recapping the Dead Vows episode called Deadly Reflections. It's from season nine and is episode two, and it originally aired February 10th, 2018. So I chose this, um, a super scientific method. I asked Siri, and she gave me nine and two. And so that's how I... Uh, that's how I did it. So yay for me. Um, what's new while our camper is so our camper. Yes. Okay. So about the camper. So some of you, I don't remember if I've talked about on the show, I probably have, but I have Dory, so I don't remember. (laughs) So my husband and I bought a pop-up camper off Facebook and we went over there and we inspected it, popped it up. Everything looked good. I asked the seller, is there any floor damage, like water damage, anything like that? And he said, nope. So we get it and we go to pop it up the first time and it just completely breaks. Um, And so I had thought that I had unlatched all the latches holding it down, but there was one still there. And so we took it in and they got back to us and they told us that would be two weeks, which fine, like it's peak camper season, you know, people are getting their shit fixed. He quoted us um, $2,200 to get it fixed. Yeah. Which was not great, but you know, whatever we kind of come to terms with it. Then he calls us on Thursday or John called him. The, the entire floor is rotted with water damage. Oh no. The reason it didn't open is because the cables, like the lift thing, the lift mechanism fell off their cable and it came up through the floor because the floor was so rotted from oh, water no. damage. It's going to be just to fix that. But the guy told us, because I called him afterwards because John had texted me and told me this. And I called him to get more details because John tends to be very like reactive, which in this case, I don't blame him. Mm -hmm. So I called to get more details. And the guy who looked at it said, this $5,200 is a Band-Aid. He said the entire floor needs to be replaced because it's so damaged from, from water damage. He said um, it would be a minimum of $8,000. And then I asked him, I said, okay, honestly, I said, should we even put the money in to fix this? And he goes, I would not. He said, it's not worth it Mm -mm. because by the time we put the 8K in to fix it, we'll be at $15,000 for this thing. And we could have bought like a brand new camper at that point. Yeah. So we're shot this summer shot. John is going to try to, to he, cause the guy told him the parts for it are under a thousand dollars. So, and John's pretty handy. Like he can do a lot if, you know, he's really good at like learning how to fix things if he doesn't okay. know it. And good. so what we think we're going to do is next summer, we're going to just try to fix it ourselves. I mean, what's the worst that can happen? We fucking break it more. We can't yeah. use it at this point. Yeah. And you there's know. no recourse of going back to the guy you bought it. From, oh, we tried. It? We tried. Oh. Yeah. And he's, I mean, it, we don't think he sold it to us intentionally like this. I honestly don't, but you know, he won't take it back. So it's, that tells me he did know because if he didn't know he would feel really bad and he would take it back. Right. I think. And John even asked him like, okay, if you don't want to give us the full seven grand, like give us something, you know, you essentially sold us a piece of shit. Yeah. And he's like, no, I won't. Yeah. So he probably knew. It just ticks me off because, you know, I was so excited for this. I was so excited for to go camping and, spend, and, you know, John isn't against it yet. Like he's pissed off about it, obviously, because it's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the way he made it sound is we'll, we'll do something and we will go camping. So that's good. Because it's a fun way to, you know, to take vacations with our son, Mm -hmm. not spend a ton of money. Mm -hmm. I mean, to rent a campsite, it's like 60, 70 bucks, you know, Mm -hmm. a night Mm -hmm. versus flying somewhere or driving somewhere 
300 bucks a night for hotel. Yeah. Go out to dinner, you know, souvenirs, activities, all of that. So that's what, so that was really just disheartening. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Thursday, I just was like crying for the much all day because I was just devastated. I was so looking forward to this. My best friend camps, we were going to meet up with her and her family. It was just a shitty day on, on, on Thursday. It was just a really shitty day. And oh, that sucks, but you know what? It's okay. Because you know, on the you know we have a house. This is just a, an extra thing. You know, it's mm-hmm. not like our house flooded right. and we have nowhere to live. Right. So in the scheme of things, it's not the end of the world. It sucks, but, but yeah. You know, but you the, still have every right to be upset about it. Yeah, I mean, you know, it it does really suck, and you know that's the risk you. And even the sellers like that's the risk you take when you go through Facebook, and it's like. Okay, yeah, but I asked you if there was floor damage, and you specifically told me no. Mm-hmm. So you either lied to get seven thousand mm-hmm. dollars, or you know you didn't know. And I don't. I'd like to believe you didn't know, but people suck. So yeah. Let's and be the, honest. People fucking suck. The fact that he's not making it right tells me he mm-hmm. either a complete asshole who didn't know, or a, a complete, complete asshole a- who did know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Either way, he's a dick. Yeah. So, so it just and even you know John John is like if this was me. He's like, I would be trying to do something to make yes. it right with them. Yes. Ugh. You know, and John is like, just get something like 3,000, 2,000, anything, mm-hmm. you know, anything. And the guy's like, nope. So that was kind of a bummer. Yeah. Um, in other news, I did sign up for another craft fair. Oh, yeah. Um, so our patron, Amy, she works with Wild Life Center out in Stacy, Minnesota, and they have um, a fall craft fair that I signed up for. So um, I'm really excited. It'll be August, August, okay, October 1st. (laughs) So yeah, I'm really, really excited to do that. Hopefully I can get enough merchandise now to to sell. Like I said before, if if people buy one pair of earrings, I'll consider it a success. Yeah. I'm sure you'll sell at least that. I hope because, you know, but this will be the first show I did. The other one, I got horrendously sick right. and we'll see if I don't sell anything, then I probably, you know, if I don't sell a lot, then I probably won't do it again, but yeah. at least I'll know. It'll be you something know? fun to do. Yeah. And my fun. friend, my best friend is coming up to do it with me. Oh, good. So she'll be there so I can take bathroom breaks and stuff. Good, good, good. Yeah. Which, I mean, I'll get to spend it with her. So anytime I get to hang out with my bestie is a good day. Yeah. So that's good. What's new in your world now that I've totally dominated the conversation? No, that's Okay. <laughs> Um, speaking of besties, yeah. I told you um, that I commented uh, on Amy oh, Allen's right. Instagram post oh that God. I liked her hair because she dyed it bright red. It's gorgeous. It's really pretty. Uh, she, and in this episode, it was kind of tinged with purple. Oh, She can do literally no wrong. I know. She has great colors in her hair. I but, love her. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I commented, I love the hair. I can't wait for yes. the new season. And she liked my comment. So I know. She, oh, we're like you're best basically friends best friends. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, She'll be on the show soon. I I know oh, it. I, I know it. Uh, that reminds me, I have not heard back from the homeowner from the last episode. Yeah. And maybe I won't. I don't yeah. know. Um, it's okay if we don't. Yeah, okay. I mean, you I know, mean, it would have been fun life. to have, have him or his wife or his kids or anybody on. We'd be, yeah. would be fun. But that, you know, there's no time limit. We could do it mm-hmm. a year from now. I don't care. Yeah. People are finding our YouTube um, channel. We haven't gotten a lot of new subscribers but we have gotten a lot of new views nice yeah i think my mother-in-law i think she was did she find us on youtube i think she did she and um her husband had started watching us from the beginning oh good i think they were probably one of them good yeah yeah i was looking at the metrics today or the analog analytics i don't i don't have words it's a tough word and it said your channel got 100 views in the last 28 days, and that is 178% more than the previous 28 days. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, yay, but also that's kind of a slap in the face. It's a, little, it's a little pathetic, <laughs> but I mean, but we're on the upward swing, right? It's hard to go down from that. <laughs> we can't we can have people take back their views. So. No. Thank, <laughs> Thank God, God that's not possible. <laughs> Yeah, YouTube so, sends us a message like, "Just stop, you're done." People are taking <laughs> back their views now. <laughs> that's exciting. It is. It's kind of fun. Well, yeah. so then it, that's even giving 
getting more fire under my ass to finish the rest of them. Mm-hmm. And I am doing the right now today I was editing the one from last week. So okay. I'm caught up except that in the beginning when we started this, I did not edit and post the video versions, mm-hmm. the Zoom versions. Right. So right. episodes one through 10 don't have Zoom versions, yeah. but I have the Zoom recordings. Mm-hmm. So I can go back and edit those and put those up. But that's going to be on my free time. So Okay. Whenever that is. Whenever that What's is. That? Yeah. Free time? I don't know what that means. Well, now that I'm not training anymore okay. for this job, I mean, I, I still am kind of, but I'm not going in every yeah. day sitting there for four hours. Uh, so I will have a little Is it bit here? More. Were you training in the cities? Oh, yeah. It's right. Yeah. It's real close to my house, actually. Oh, good. Nice. Yeah, it's like a five-minute drive, seven minutes, oh, maybe. Whoa. Yeah. It's really it's really. That's nice. sweet. Yeah. 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 Sweet and, gigs. And I found um, in the – it's in a mall. The office is in a little mall. Oh, that's dangerous. And I was looking for a groomer for Vivi. <gasps> yeah. Yorkie, because yeah. she – we had a groomer and huh? she just stopped answering my texts and emails. So I don't know what happened to her. Hope she's okay. Yeah, for sure. But um, yeah, so I couldn't make an appointment for Viv. So she looking a little scraggly. She's looking, yeah. <laughs> she's looking funny because her hair is growing all around her eyes and I can't see her eyeballs anymore. <laughs> like, mom, she's very emo now. Yeah. She's like flipping her bangs. God, yeah, mom. She, her bangs stick out like this everywhere. I'd grab her, but I told Greg to keep her upstairs because she was such a pain in the ass last time. What? <laughs> I hardly remember. I, you know what? She when I rough. edited the audio version of the last one, yeah, I I had a little creative freedom uh-huh. when you were singing your song <laughs> and I was up looking for her uh-huh. and I was like, Vivi, where are you? And then you'd go, where is Vivi? Uh, Amy can't find Vivi. And so I was, I kind of like altered it so that it sounded like a song, like me <gasps> saying and you chanting back. Send it to me. Did you send <laughs> it? It's, it's in the, it's in it? the yeah. I just haven't gone there yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's in the episode. So yeah, I was having fun with that. I was going to just cut the whole thing, but then your song was so funny that I just kept it off. And then I kept laughing when I was listening to it too, um, because Vivi's little no noises. <laughs> Every laugh. time you talked, <laughs> she'd be quiet, and I'd be like, "Okay." And then I'd start. I, that's that was the funniest part. Is it's like she knew you were yeah. trying to talk. Yeah. Okay, so the other piece of business I noticed today when I was looking at the stats in uh-huh. our host that. of our listeners listen on Spotify. That's insane. Yeah. So I just want people to know, and that's fine. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm not a huge fan of Spotify, but, you know, I just want people to know that if, and you probably will, hear ads during our episodes because Spotify throws them in. Yeah, they do. We do not get paid for those ads. And we do not have any control over those ads. So we're not putting those in there. Right. So don't get I, mad at us. We do not put any ads in. As of yet, as of episode 30, we do not have ads. So <sighs> if you hear ads when you're listening to us, we didn't do that. Somebody mm-hmm. else did it, and it might be for something we don't like support. or don't condone or support. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just keep that in mind. Because I know um, True Crime and Cocktails, you know, Lauren Ash and mm-hmm. Christy Oxborough's show, Lauren mentioned in one of the like patron happy hours that people were leaving the Patreon yeah, and complaining that there were ads in their episodes for things that they didn't agree with. Mm-hmm. And Lauren's like, we don't have ads. So yeah. you're listening to somewhere that puts ads in mm-hmm. and we have no control over that. Right. So I just want to make sure that listeners don't think that, that we're putting in anything and that it's like what we stand for or anything Mm -mm. like that. Cause it might not be, it might be, but it might not be. Yeah. The only kind of ad type thing we've ever put in is, um, exchanging with other podcasts. Yep. And those we do support. Those we do support. Yes. Yes. And I just realized I didn't pick one for this, this week. So I will stick one in, but I guess I don't know which one it's going to be yet. It'll be one we haven't. It'll be a surprise. A surprise for all of us. Everybody surprise for you and it's <laughs> and you get a surprise and you get and a you surprise. get a surprise. All right. We I just wanted to mention that we were gonna go see a psychic 
like I don't know, two months ago, three months oh my ago, God. whatever that was. It was yeah. And um she had to cancel like the mm-hmm. last minute. Like literally like, like the morning of, I think, because her father well, got sick. Yeah, yeah. Dad is in the hospital. <laughs> and I said to Greg, she should have saw that coming. <laughs> um, anyway, Just teasing to all you I hope her dad's there. okay. I think, yeah. I think he is. But yeah. So we're going to reschedule that. And um, we oh, don't we have need it. to. We ha- I know. We Amy keeps yet. sending messages. And I'm the worst because I'm not replying. And Amy's probably like cursing me. Other Amy, not podcast yeah. Amy. Yeah. And not Amy Allen. No. Friend there's Amy. There's so many Amys. Yeah. There's so many. This is, it's this such is a good name. Patron Amy. Yeah, patron Amy. Amy. So she's probably cursing me. Like, fucking get back to me. Well, I'm sorry, I haven't. Amy. I haven't either. I haven't answered because I'm. I'm usually like I'm on the go when I see her yeah. email, and I don't have my calendar in front of me. I know it's right. on my phone, but I can't like see the whole month. You know. Yeah. So yeah. And I the worst part is I've been texting her on Snapchat, which I she knows. Oh. So she's like, "You fucking." She's probably like, "You fucking bitch." <laughs> I'm sorry, Amy. <laughs> I doubt she's thinking that. She's I know nice she is. She would. And if she was, she'd call me out. She'd be like, are you going to answer my text or what? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry, Amy. <laughs> I, I apologize too, Amy. We'll get back to you as soon as we can get our shit together. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, maybe not then, because I don't know if my shit will ever be together. We'll, be... <laughs> <laughs> well so, be sort of together. 2030 and Amy will be like, for the love of God, are we going to see Jenny? <laughs> and we're all 90. We're 90. <laughs> We're in the nursing home. <laughs> oh, okay. Good times. Good, good times. times. So uh, another thing I wanted to mention is, uh, you know how we always ask you guys to, if you want to be in their group chat on Instagram, to mm-hmm. message me and let me know. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to say, if you're going to do that, please, in the message that you send, say, hi, I'm Joe, and I want to be in your group chat. I like your podcast, whatever, because I get messages all the time that are just, hello. Mm. And usually when it starts out like that, it's either a a bot bot. or it's somebody trying to sell you something or get money out of you somehow. Mm -hmm. So I ignore all of those. So if hopefully none of those people or none of those messages I've gotten like that are people that are actually genuinely humans and want to be in our group. If they, if you are, and you've done that, sorry, just go back and send, send another message uh, and say who you are and what you want. And then we'll, I'll add you. Okay. I think, I think we're, I'm are we up good? to date anyway. I think we're okay. up to date. So, um, there is a, yeah, there is yeah. a content warning of suicide um, mentioned both in the history and during the walk. So Amy mentions that somebody is suicidal in the walk. All right, let's get into it. You guys, this episode, I sobbed. Like, it was a really, really good one. You know what? I have to tell you, um, I I sort of told you earlier, but when I was reading your notes, I was like, huh, this doesn't sound familiar. And I'm like, oh, okay, that sounds creepy. And I didn't read every single thing you wrote. I just kind of scanned it, but Mm -hmm. then I got to the bottom. And I was like, oh, my God, I remember this one now. (laughs) It was... So good. It was this is one that I think I talked about this in one of our earlier episodes that I was I was thinking about covering this, but I was afraid mm-hmm. it was going to be too sad. Oh yeah, <laughs> because I bawled my eyes out. Yeah, a hundred. Yeah, I'm texting. This episode. I texted Amy. Well, first when I started doing it, I started at night on Friday because I was trying to be ahead of the time, and I had to <laughs> stop because I was getting too scared. <laughs> so then I put on some Hallmark movies. <laughs> And then I finished it last night and I'm texting Amy. I'm like, I am sobbing. Yeah. Like it was so emotional. It was okay. Very. So we're in Wasahatchee, Texas. And I actually had to write out the pronunciation of it because it's Waxahachie. But they say it Wasahatchee, I think. Oh, they don't say the sound? I didn't think they did. Hmm. At least when I wrote it, I wrote Wasahatchee. So if they're if they do it, I'm really sorry. <laughs> I've already fucked it up. We're 30 seconds. We're not even a <laughs> sentence into my portion. So we're with Steve and, and Kim, who's the homeowner. And Kim thinks whatever is in the house killed her husband. Um, her daughter's moving back in and Kim is like worried that it'll kill her too. So she called the team in to see like, can she even, uh, can she even go into, the, can her daughter come back in? Like, is it safe for her? So her husband, Angel, uh, died of a malignant brain tumor at 45. And before moving into the house, he was perfectly healthy. 
Steve asks if when the experience started and Kim says they started right away, but doesn't go into detail on what happened. Um, they just kind of are talking about the, the app, about, you know, what's kind of what has been happening, but not in terms of experiences, just kind of, you know, background a little bit. Mm-hmm. So Steve asked if they'd done anything to, you know, try to fix the experiences. And Kim said they had a, a team of paranormal investigators come to the house and do a blessing. She said after they did that, the atmosphere felt lighter, but it didn't last very long. So Steve asks her if she knows any history of the house. And she said a little bit. She said it was built in 1915 by a man named T.W. Burleson, who was actually struck by and killed by a uh, struck by a car and killed across the street. Ooh. So when Kim saw the house, she said she just fell in love with it. It was her dream. Um, but, you know, he wasn't crazy about the house, but he told her, quote, if it's your dream, it will be my dream. And I know, and she feels responsible for his death. She feels like because whatever, because she feels like whatever's in the house killed him. She feels like if she hadn't insisted Mm -hmm. they move into the house, that he would still be alive. Yeah. And so Steve gives her a kerchief and I wrote kerchief Steve to the rescue because she started (laughs) crying, which, you know, obviously like her husband passed away just a couple of years ago. Yeah. And throughout the episode, she, he was the love of her life. Like. If you believe in soulmates, I think that they were soulmates. Yeah. Like they were just, you know, oh. it was, I just feel so bad for her. Mm-hmm. She is so guilt ridden mm-hmm. about this. And I can't, I can't imagine. Yeah. So then we go into the library and she said that was Angel's room and his ashes are in the room. And so we, we see a picture of his ashes, um, which is in a very, very nice box and very cared for and very well, you know, represented and well treated. She said, Kim says they'll he'll dis- hear disembodied voices. She said they hear the sound of a little girl uh, and then a woman screaming like a woman was being hurt. Kim said she actually called the police because she thought it was real. And the Ugh. police came and searched the grounds. Yeah, that's how real sounding this was. Yikes. Which I've told you I've done that in, in a house I mm-hmm. lived in. I heard somebody walking upstairs. I called the police. Mm hmm. And Kim said she's been pushed down the stairs. She said she was walking down the stairs. She said she felt two hands on her back push her. And then she fell. Yeah. So then we go into the master bedroom. And she said this is the room that Angel died in. And Kim's seen a shadow figure. She said it's very tall and very slim. And Steve says, well, how do you know it's not a person? And Kim says when it's a person, there are distinct features. And this is just total blackness. Mm-hmm. She said she's also got had scratches on her hand. She was having a discussion with Angel and she looked down and there were scre- three scratches on her hand. She said it felt like her hand was on fire. Ooh. And I wrote three eek because we all know three scratches is never a good oh, scratch yeah. number to have. I mean, no scratches are good, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, when it's ha- when it's three, it's usually not good. Yeah. She also said that Angel would wake up with bruises and bite marks. And Steve asked, well, could that be related to his treatment for the brain tumor? And she said, no, because this happened well before his diagnosis. Oh. Yeah. Now, here's the terrifying, the the one that's really scary to me. She said that she woke up one night with Angel standing over her. So she was laying in bed and he was standing over her. And she said, it appears like he would possess. And Steve said, well, what makes you say that? And she said, it just wasn't my husband. She said one of the things that she called him was Poppy. One of the things I called him was Poppy. And he loved that. This person looked at me and said, essentially, if you call me Poppy one more time, I'll smack the hell out of you. Jeez. And she talked to him about it the next morning. And she said he didn't remember anything about that. And he wasn't boozing, Steve, or (laughs) or doing drugs. So, because Steve did ask that. Of course he did. Of course he did. It wouldn't be an episode if Steve didn't ask that. No. <laughs> Steve would be like, oh, yes. No, I, I'm not going to ask if you're booze. And then somebody would be like, I'd honestly be offended. I'd be waiting for it. <laughs> yeah. And if he didn't ask me, I'd be like, Steven. Aren't you going to ask me? Aren't you going to ask me if I was boozing? I've rehearsed this <laughs> to answer. So then we go to Gabrielle, Kim's daughter. Mm-hmm. And she's had experiences when she was living there, um, she said one night she was in bed and she said she felt something bad was laying next to her. She said it wasn't friendly and she felt like it wanted to hurt her. She said Yikes. it was extremely terrifying. 
And she, Steve or Steve asked her if she was dreaming. She said, no, I wasn't dreaming. I was awake. And she said, one of the worst experiences. So then Steve said, well, what was the worst experience? And she said she was standing in front of the toilet and she said something pushed her like over the vanity, like just pushed her over. Jeez. She said it didn't feel human. Oh, my God. I can't talk today. It didn't feel human. She said it almost felt like something went through her. Oh. Which, oofta. Oofta mai, in the words of my grandmother. She would say that all. Oofta mai. What's the mai for? I have, I don't like, know. Was that like an oh my kind of? Like it was well, went together? Well, I think or? so. I don't know. My grandma thought she was Norwegian. And so I wonder if it's a Norwegian saying. She, wait, she thought she was Norwegian? Well, yes. So somehow towards the end of her life, we found out she wasn't Norwegian. I don't oh. know how we found that out. I don't know if anybody told her though, because she was so like, she had big Norway pictures in her house. Oh and my gosh. She thought she was like Norwegian. And so I don't think we wanted to break her, her heart. I don't know if we told her. So interesting. Maybe it's a Norwegian thing. I don't know. I'm American. I'm no culture at all. So <laughs> for all of our Norway listeners. Yeah. I'm sure we have a lot. <laughs> I'm sure we do. It's probably right behind Ireland. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Oh, Before, I don't want to forget. Remember we okay. talked about um, how a listener gave yeah. us the name Puka? Yes. Yeah. So we didn't, we figured this out afterwards. So yes, the listeners don't know this and yet. By, but, and by we, we mean Amy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I dug in to find out who made that comment. Yeah. And I didn't recognize the name because it was like Spuka Puka or something like that yeah. was yeah. the name of the, the, the IG handle. And so I messaged the person and I said, Congratulations. You're the one that, you know, we decided to use that yeah. name for the little guy. And and then they wrote back to me and it was Eilish, I know. our patron from Ireland. Our first international patron. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I'm uh, going to send her some stickers. Yeah. I just have to get the right postage. I'm getting you some get special stamps. Special stamps. Sticker. Yeah. Special Stickers. stamps just send international international yeah. i know crazy yeah, yeah yeah okay sorry okay no you're totally fine so here then we get to vernon and this is when i had to stop because i got too scared oh. um <laughs> so vernon says he's scared of the house who's vernon vernon is her brother kim's brother oh okay. sorry no that's okay he you probably said, said he, it i yeah uh, who knows i don't know <laughs> i you know what i might have thought it and then not said it that well, and i interrupted you and that didn't help so <laughs> Uh, so so Vernon says he won't even go to the bathroom alone. That's how scared he is of the house. Like he wow. doesn't go anywhere alone. He said he'll go with his wife. And so Steve asks him about his own experiences. And he said he'll look outside and the swing, the front porch swing, which um, how quaint they have a front porch swing. I want one so bad. Yeah. But I also need a front porch. So it's kind of a. You know, at least in our old house, we had a, a front porch and a did. swing and we never used it. I, I think I sat did. out there twice in 13 years. Oh, my God. That would be so nice. I, have you seen the meme where it's like, I want to be one of those old women sitting on a front porch swing, drinking my coffee in the rain going, we needed this. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> yeah. With a swing on the front porch, I come outside and just swinging. The trees won't be swaying or nothing. Be swinging like somebody sitting in. You didn't see no kids going by, maybe jerking not, around. With none them. of that. Wow. So like really swinging, not just yeah, wiggling so a little. Like, yeah, like he said, it's really swinging. Wow. No, thank you. No, thank you. So the thing that he saw um, that's really scary, he said he saw a man, a dog, and a tree just disappear. And Steve was like, well, what the heck happened? You know, can you go into that? And he said, 2 a.m. one morning, Vernon, he said he looked out the window and he saw those three, man, dog, and a tree. Uh, I didn't mean for that to rhyme. Uh, he said he looked again and they were just completely gone. What? So he said he's really worried about his sister staying there. And he's, and Steve asks if he would stay there alone. He said, no, mm -hmm. I wouldn't stay there alone or with his wife. That's how afraid he is wow. of this house. Yeah. So this is really neat. We talked to Tony and Sarah, the paranormal investigators that oh. came in. Yeah. I thought that was really neat. Yeah. So Tony goes over his equipment. So he's got his digital recorder to record the EVPs, electronic voice phenomenon. <laughs> Then he's got a Mel meter, and he said that detects ambient temp as well as electromagnetic fields. And then the ghost box, uh, which is that, I think it's that thing that makes that really creepy noise. Yep. And yep. the spirits can communicate through that, like in real time. So mm -hmm. like the digital recorder is the thing that you would like 
play, you know, record and you'd ask questions and then you'd have to listen back. Mm-hmm. The ghost box, I think they're also known as spirit boxes. Mm-hmm. Those are, you can communicate in real time with, with mm-hmm. the ghosts and with spirits. Unleash the power of stories anywhere, anytime with Audible. Immerse yourself in gripping stories, insightful knowledge, and captivating characters anytime, anywhere. Audible is your library on the go. With hundreds of thousands of titles across every genre, there's a world of reading waiting for your ears. Listen while you cook, clean, or commute. Free your eyes to conquer your day, all while feeding your mind. Start your 30-day free trial today and discover the joy of listening. Go to audibletrial.com slash TAC. That stands for The Activity Continues. With your free 30-day trial, you get one credit, two credits if you're a Prime member, good for any premium selection titles you like, yours to keep. You get the Audible Plus catalog of podcasts, audiobooks, guided wellness, and Audible originals. Listen all you want. No credits needed. Again, that is audibletrial.com slash TAC. Skip the shopping struggle. Get curated outfits picked by stylists who know your taste. Hey everyone, AP here and really wanted to talk to you about Wantable, which I love because I hate going to the store to try clothes on. I don't like being in the dressing rooms. The lighting's always bad. The mirrors aren't great. I'd rather try things on in the comfort of my own home. So I use Wantable to treat myself. Go in and select a style edit, have them send that to me, get surprised by the different items that might be in there. Some are outside my comfort zone, but it's funny how when I try those on, they end up being some of my most favorite items. I have a handful of items in my wardrobe right now that I have worn several times in the last couple months, and they're gonna get continued use. Highly recommend you check out Wannable. Get $25 off your first order by going to theactivitycontinues.com slash Wantable. Free shipping and returns. Wantable edits your style. So, you know, Steve asks them, like, in your professional opinion, do you think there's something in this place? And they said, yes. Sarah um, said she felt like something was watching you all the time. She said, like, the air might bite you. Yes. Uh, yeah. And Sarah agrees that whatever is in the house caused Angel to get sick and die, which Sarah, back off. Like, mm-mm. we I don't need say. to make Kim feel any worse than she yeah, already does. Kim feels awful. Let's maybe not add on to that. Okay. <laughs> Let's just kick back a bit. So now we're going to Sylvia Smith, a historian. And this is where we get background of the, um, the owner, T.W. Burleson, which we talked a little bit about at the beginning where Kim had done her own research and was mm-hmm. like, guys, T.W. Burleson, he got hit by a car, blah, 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 blah. So he was a farmer who came to this place in Texas in 1902 and he bought the property. He was married to somebody named May Ward and they actually turned the property into a honey business. It was a very, very lucrative honey business. Uh, They built the house in 1915 and they did really well until 1925 when the factory on the property burned down. $30,000 worth of damage in 1925, which around today was, is about $400,000 in damage. So that's, that's substantial. It's a lot of damage for a honey farm. I mean, for any farm, but you know, honey farm, oofta. Uh, So they shut down for three months while they rebuilt. So then we kind of skipped ahead to the accident. So in 1944, T.W. Burleson was hit by a car, severely injured, um, but didn't die right away. He was actually in the hospital for two weeks before he died. Uh. And he died from brain swelling. He had a fractured skull. And according to his death certificate, um, it was um, brain swelling. He was Uh. 67 when he died. So he was not very old. Okay. So hang on. Brain issues. Mm -hmm. Isn't that Angel had a brain tumor? Had a brain tumor. Yep. Okay. Um, so then we go digging through the archives <laughs> and we find Kenneth Doty. He hung himself in 1968 on Kim's property. And then 19, at minute 1952, we get a ring shot. Ring shot. Ring shot. So then we talk to William Sonny Atkins, who was... Uh, 
um, Kim's neighbor. He's Kim's neighbor and he actually knew Kenny. He worked with him. So from what I understood, Sonny ran the um, factory when Kenny worked there. He was a really good kid, hard worker. He played football. He was very quiet. He hung himself on my birthday. Yeah. <gasps> 10-19-68. Granted, I wasn't alive then, but, you know, 10-19 is my birthday. Happy birthday, me. <laughs> We're going to have to do a big October. We are, for sure. Episode, because we both we are have, October babies. Yep, our birthdays. And then um, Halloween. And I feel like, I wonder if Amy's birthday is I was going to say, I think, I think Amy's I think is in October, October too. Because I think she's a Libra with me. Mm-hmm. And you, yep. obviously. We're all Libras. Yep. That's why we get along so well. I know. So cool. So here's what I thought was super creepy. Is they're actually talking. Sunny and um, Steve are talking right where Kenny hung himself. Oh. Like, Kenny is, or Sunny is standing where... Um, Kenny hung himself and Sonny's wife found him. So oof, that's oh. gonna, that's gotta be tough. So the death certificate ruled it a suicide. Kenny had just broken up with his girlfriend and he was depressed. And Steve said he had his whole life ahead of him and he threw it away over a girl. Yeah. Which like, don't ever throw your, don't ever Mm-mm. do anything over <laughs> any romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. They're not worth it. Mm-mm. You might feel like it at the moment, but yeah, you might feel like it. But my, I had a coach in high school who said suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Mm-hmm. And that is true. Mm-hmm. So then we move to Professor Robin Cole Jett, and she is kind of uh, like a Civil War expert. So they talk about um, there's an explosion on the property during the Civil War. And so Wasahatchee and small Texas towns were very, very tense. Um, they call it Texas Troubles. And essentially what it was, was a split between people in Texas and small towns who opposed secession for civil war and people who supported it so very much split down the middle for people who wanted to secede funny story when i was growing up and i heard that they would they wanted to secede i thought it literally meant like they were going to cut the state away <laughs> and let them slow and like into just the ocean. float into the ocean and secede <laughs> from i was yeah i didn't understand that they would remain where they were <laughs> not be part of us <laughs> oh. Good. So on <laughs> April 29th, 1863, there was a gunpowder mill that exploded less than a mile from the pop- property. And Professor Robin said it was basically a seismic explosion, meaning like the walls of the house would shake, like you would feel this explosion. I bet. That's... Yeah. 800 pounds of gunpowder gun exploded. Holy moly. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of gunpowder. And two men died in the explosion, which when you think about how much gunpowder exploded, I know two men dying is nothing, you know, that's still a a major thing, but it could have been a lot more. I was going to say that seems low, like a low body count for something Mm -hmm. that big. Yeah. No arrests were were made in this, but there are a couple of theories. Um, One of the major theories is sabotage. So the uh, the person in charge of the mill at the time, David Nats, he thought that there might have been a northern sympathizer who caused the explosion. Mm. He saw he thought that there was either a northern sympathizer or a stranger kind of lurking around the mill before the explosion. But nobody was ever found to have been lurking around the mill. And like I said, nobody was charged. Mm-hmm. And Robin thinks it was just an accident. She said David was 20 years old and in charge of this mill. I mean, that's just a kid. Yeah, that's That's a a lot of responsibility. For a 20-year-old. Yeah. So she doesn't think anything happened, like any nefarious activity. Mm -hmm. She thinks Mm -hmm. it was just an accident, you know, so. Then, uh, so that's the end of that segment. And now we're, we're going back to Amy. So her arrival, Amy immediately says, somebody doesn't want me here. She said she feels like she has to push through the energy and she feels like she's being pushed away, like something is really trying to get her wow. to leave. Yeah. She said, This is not a good situation. I'm getting violence. Violence. So she said, There's a living woman here who's suffering from depression. Amy said she feels a great loss. Something mm-hmm. happened to someone they know. And she says, This this female feels suicidal. So she's not, not doing great. Mm-hmm. She sees a crazy old man, her words, not mine. 
She said he acts like an animal, like he'll be crawling on the ceiling, crawling on the walls. She said he jumped down, crawled on the floor, and then jumped back up on the ceiling, and he's grabbing Amy's hair, to which I say no. No to all of that. No to all of that. No, thank you. Please don't jump on the ceiling. (laughs) And pull my hair. Mm -mm. Hard pass. (laughs) She said um, the living people might feel their hair being pulled and their hair being tugged, you know, that type of uh, interaction. Then she went upstairs and she said she hears children, little kids, somebody screaming. She said a very piercing scream and it's female. So remember, Kim heard that scream and she Mm. actually called the police. Thinking it was real people. Thinking it was real and, and they came out. So she's in the master bedroom and Amy says this room has issues. There are a lot of dead in here and they're walking through that mirror. So Matt asks if the living would be in danger from the traffic. And Amy says, yes. She said, this place is extremely active. Amy said, I feel really bad. And she just kind of grabbed her head. Like Mm -hmm. she was trying to compose herself. Mm -hmm. Then we go into another bedroom. I'm not sure which one I'm assuming it's the one that Gabby would stay in Mm -hmm. or that Gabby lived in, Mm -hmm. but she said something happened in here. She said she sees a male with a shotgun on his hip, dressed like a farmer. She said he's in here with this thing, this black mass, and they both have the capability of interacting with surroundings and they are both able of harming the living physically. And Matt asks if Amy knows what they want. And Amy says, I'm hearing the farmer say, I want my house back. And at the end, um, Amy says that to Kim. And Kim says, well, he wants his house back. Well, he's not going to get it. To which I say, (laughs) yes, Kim. (laughs) So then we're in the kitchen. And she says there's lots of residual energy in the kitchen. She says it's overwhelming. Matt asks how the living would be affected. She said they would see things. They would hear a lot of things. And they said they might feel sick. Um, Amy, she said, Amy's getting very, very nauseous. Well, she Mm -hmm. said, I am. She didn't say it in the third person. (laughs) Amy is getting sick. (laughs) And Leon's getting larger. (laughs) So one interesting thing that she said that I thought was interesting, which I just said that. So it's a little redundant. Um, Spiritualism was practiced in the house from 1901 to the 1920s, which spiritualism was very, very big at the Mm -hmm. beginning of the 19th century. And um, she's worried that whoever was doing the spiritualism might have done something bad on accident. They might have conjured somebody Mm -hmm. or something on accident. Mm -hmm. She also saw paranormal investigators taking EVP and video. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was interesting that she was able to see that. She said she heard a female saying, don't go into the darkness And then she also said the spiritualism and the private investigators are scary because they don't always know what they're doing and they could be agitating Mm. the dead people. So it's kind of like when you play with a Ouija board, which you should never do. Um, She said if they're agitating the dead people, the the dead people could then in turn be hurting the living. So it's like a a snowball effect, Mm -hmm. you know, like a spiritualism opens up something, dead people get agitated and they take that out on the living or on the living. Mm -hmm. Then we go outside and she says she hears the farmer again and she hears him say, don't go into the barn. She's getting like fire, a lot of flame. Um, She said there are a couple of structures aren't here anymore that belonged to him. Hmm. She uh, thinks something bad happened to him. She gets the 1940s and she felt her neck break. And she says it's very, very bad energy. And she's trying to it's trying to make her sick. I mean, it's this part of the walk was really hard for her because she was nauseous, shaky. Mm, She said it 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 made her want to cry, really. She was just getting very, very depressed. Wow. Yeah. So then we go back a little bit um, to, well, not back, but we go to a different entity, a young male um, between, he's between 15 and 20. And so she was actually in his body. So she didn't get a, a, she didn't Mm. get a look at him, but she feels a rope around her neck. Mm. She said somebody had the other side of the rope and it was looped over something. And whoever had the other side of the rope kept pulling the rope. So this guy that she's in his body kept going up and down by his neck. Jeez. Yeah. She said she heard a lot of people laughing. So there were more uh, than one person here. But she said it was definitely a man doing the tugging. So it sounds like a public hanging, like as opposed to a suicide. Yeah. 
So they actually talk about it. And she said the person who is dying is basically reliving this over and over and over again. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the end of that. Um, then we go to the sketch and she says the farmer is the one who concerns her the most. And so that's who she sketches. So then we get to the reveal and Kim's the only person there. So she's not there with Gabby or her brother or anybody. So um, the first person, uh, the first entity that Amy talks about is the dead male, who's the 15 to 20 year old who's stuck in the loop uh, of his death. Amy thinks it was a murder and she thinks it was very recent. And that's when Steve talks about Kenny Doty and Amy definitely thinks that it was him. Mm-hmm. And Kim brings up that um, her daughter has seen a teenage boy with dark hair. Oh, So um, if it was a murder, then it's unsolved because even wow. the police didn't the police, see it. No, that? they, they uh, recorded it as a suicide. Yeah. So then we're upstairs in the bedroom to the far right, which is Gabrielle's room. And Amy said there were two entities that concerned her. One is the black mass. She said it can be physically violent. Anybody in that room would have negative experiences. So this is when Steve talks about how Gabby um, said she felt something lying next to her and that she was pushed. And Kim just starts crying because Gabby didn't tell Kim. Kim did not know about Mm. this. And so she just is overwhelmed with sadness, I would assume, and, you know, guilt and this poor woman, like she has been through the ringer, yep. you know, she's just, not dealing with it. Well, no, no, she's not. Oh, it's just so sad. I just feel so, so mm-hmm. bad for Kim. Mm-hmm. And then this is when Kim um, tells Amy how she got pushed down the stairs. She felt the two hands shove her and she tumbled down the stairs and Amy goes, Wow. <laughs> Yes, Amy, that is how I would react to. Wow. So then we talk about the farmer. Um, He's in his 60s. She said on his hip, he had a double barrel shotgun. Um, She said he was going off about a fire outside. And Amy said she got that he died in the 40s. Um, And so that's when, um, oh, and Amy said she asked him what he wants. And he said, I just want my house back. And so that's when Steve talks about T.W. Burleson. And he put, you know, he's so staged but he has a picture of him and he goes is this who you think you saw amy and she goes well i had a sketch done i love it when she does that i know well i had a sketch well funny you should ask steve because i had a sketch done and steve opens it up and he looks at me it looks at me yeah i wish he looks at amy and he goes are you kidding me it's like identical to this guy oh my god really yeah i'll have to send i took a picture of it i'll have to send it to you okay so that's when, um, so then we talk about how Amy saw people practicing spiritualism in the dining room. Um, and then she said upstairs, she sees a male coming into the room um, using an EMF reader, taking pictures. So Steve asks if, you know, these paranormal investigators made things worse. And Amy said, no, I don't think that the the um, paranormal investigators stirred anything up. She said, I think the spiritualists in the, that is a hard word Way to back. say. Spiritualists. spiritualists may have done something in past that agitated the dead um, to the point of hurting living people. So overall, she said she got a massive amount of depression and loss. She said there, there's a living person here who's female, not eating. And she said they feel suicidal. And that's when Kim said she feels like something in the house killed him. Mm-hmm. He died of a malignant brain tumor that was inoperable. And Kim just whispers, I'm tired. And I'm like, oh, Kim, Mm -hmm. I just wanted, this is, I think, when I started crying. (laughs) I just wanted to reach through and hug her. It's okay. Like, Kim, I just, oh, my God. Yeah, that's heartbreaking. She is dealing with so much. You know, Angel was the the love of her life. And now he's gone. Um, Amy said she does feel a lot of random dead that are coming through the house. She said they come and go through the mirrors. She said some mirrors are openings for the dead to come and go through. She said she doesn't know why. She doesn't know, you know, what makes them that way. Um, But she said some of them are. And one of them is in the master bedroom. And essentially the dead are walking through the bed and through Kim constantly. Oh, my God. And Kim says that she, after Angel passed away, she'll wake up with aches in her side, like she's being punched in the in her sleep. Oh my god! And Amy thinks that this is from the ghost just constantly walking through her Jeez. in and out of that mirror. 
I wonder if it would help to cover the mirror or move it would, or would they just figure out another way to get through? You know, I don't, I don't know. That's a really good question. I think they'd, that's a, I don't know. Anybody knows, let us know. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the big question that they ask is, um, you know, Steve asks Amy, do you think the house made him sick? And Amy said, no. And then Kim says, oh my God, this is a clip. At least he got a chance to love me before he before he died. So even though it was for a short time, it was worth it. And then I just wrote, and I'm sobbing. (laughs) And And then I wrote, Amy cried, I'm crying, everyone's crying. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Amy cried and Kim goes, yeah. I made her cry. I'm sorry. Yep. <laughs> it was it was a really tough. It was tough. Like even Amy had to turn away and wipe her. Like, yep. oh my God. So then the first, so we get to like what she needs to do. She said, the first thing you need to do is take care of you. She said, you need to see a psychotherapist who specializes in grief. And she said, you need to go to a grief counseling group. And Kim's like, yeah, I probably do. She's like, I didn't realize I was so stuck in my grief. And oh, girl, I mean, I don't even know. I don't even know how she's functioning with that much loss that she feels. Right. Oh, so that was tough. So then in terms of the hauntings, she needs to move her bedroom ASAP. She um, needs to get out of there. She needs to remove both of the mirrors. She doesn't say move them. She says, get them out. Yeah. And then she said, a medium needs to come in and move, remove most of the dead, including the black mass and the farmer. And then Steve asks, you know, can Gabby move in? And uh, um, Amy said, I wouldn't have her move mm-hmm. in right away. I would, I would get this cleared. Yeah. Everything cleared out. So then the update is Kim followed all of Amy's advice. She is working through her grief and the activity has stopped. Oh, good. So this was like, this was just Kim was such a beautiful person. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. She really was. She just was, you know, she just wanted some peace Mm -hmm. and whether or not she can get it now, at least it'll help her take a step in the right direction. Yep. And I hope she's dealing with her grief and as much as you can. I mean, you know, people, not that I've suffered grief in this way at all, but I don't think you ever get over it. I think it's just something you learn to live with. I I think so. You learn to to live your life and, you you know, you always miss that person. Yeah. So I hope Uh. Kim found happiness because. I do too. I would. That's one I would love to have an Mm -hmm. update on. I would too. I would love to know how she she's was doing. just a genuinely nice person. I think she was. And she was. She, I liked her so much. I did too. I just cried. Like it was hard. It was really, but it was a, it was, was a good hard. episode. Yep. So it was. Oof, All right. Well, thank you. Yeah. That was a good job. Oh, hi there. This is Kate. And I'm Dominic. And we are your hosts of Shitting Bricks, the podcast. Every week, we'll bring you an episode of What Makes People Shit Bricks. Is it a fear of death? Deep water? Running out of wine? Cannibalism? We take a warp look at these topics using examples from history that are the epitome of some scary shit. You can find us on all the regular podcast streaming services like Apple, Spotify, and Google. For exclusive content, including behind-the-scenes nuggets, links to weekly topics, and maybe even merch in the future, Head to Shitting Bricks Podcast on Instagram and YouTube. But for now, drop your dax, pop a squat, and let's get into it. All right. Well, thanks everybody for yeah. for listening to oh, us. We didn't drag you down. Should we tell a funny story or something? <laughs> um, oh, on a Thursday, I wore my underwear inside out and backwards all day. Oh, all day. Your bra too? No, not my bra, just my undies. <laughs> And I put them on and I'm like, God, these feel weird. Like <laughs> they like they were really high in the front and really low in the back. I was like, oh, I just must be a new style. <laughs> and oh then I'm like, God. at the end of the day, I'm going it's to the hilarious. bathroom and I notice that they're inside out. And then I'm like, oh my God, are these backwards? And sure shit, they were backwards too. So <laughs> 
If you're ever having a bad day, just remember you didn't turn, you didn't wear your underwear inside out and backwards for a full day. <laughs> Going, wow, my underwear feel weird. <laughs> so. I went all day a couple years ago with my, um, I was wearing these pants that were like leggings with a skirt attached uh-huh. to it. Oh know? yeah, that's cute. And uh, I had it on backwards. The I, like like you went yeah. to the bathroom at the end of the day, and the tag is in the front. And I'm like, oh, you're like, huh, interesting. But were they inside <laughs> out? No, see, they were not inside out. They were just backwards. Cute. That's funny. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, on that note. On that note, thanks okay. everybody. Do you have the sure episode you're based on the right way, guys? Do you have the episode you're doing next? Yes. Um. Okay. So I will be presenting Shattered which is season eight, episode 13. And I chose it because I looked at our spreadsheet Mm -hmm. that we have that lists all the Mm -hmm. shows. And then I highlight the ones we've done Mm -hmm. and when we did them and who did them and all that. And as I was paging through, I realized in, um, see, we, we had only done one episode from season eight. So, well, we don't want season eight to feel left out. I know. Oh my God. Sorry. Season eight. I grabbed, I just looked at, you know, I was in discovery on my computer and I just looked at all the little, thumbnails mm-hmm. of all the pictures for all the episodes and the last one season 13 uh was a really cool picture okay like the, it's, it, it was creepy yeah it was amy and matt mm-hmm. outside mm-hmm. near the car mm-hmm. with the house behind them and it was all you know dark of course of course middle of the night yeah and fog and blue light creepy it, it was just really creepy and so i watched like the the intro uh-huh and it looked really good. Okay. So. And it took place in New York. And, you know, I love New York. You so. know, New York. Although hey. it's a tiny, tiny little town. I can't remember the name of it. Somethingville. But it's a little town. of Amityville. Only, like, <laughs> no, it's not that one. No. Um, <laughs> Just kidding. It's a tiny town of like under 600 people. I don't even think some people. that's in New York. I think Amityville is Massachusetts, isn't it? I thought Amityville was in New oh, York. Now I got to Google it. Hang on. Okay, Google it. Amityville. I have no idea how to spell this. Am. Let's see if I wrote. I did not. Am. There's A-M-I-T. a Y some. A M I T Y. Oh, it no. is in New York. You're right. You're so smart. I just should never doubt you. Uh, oh, oh, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> anyway, so that's what I'll be doing. Okay, next time. that sounds good. And yeah. And now I cannot, I won't have to watch the show at night. In my basement. Yeah. Scaring myself. I will. But you're much braver than me. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Yeah, you are. That's okay. I can I admit guess. it. <laughs> I saw a meme I mean, today that it said at the end of horror movies, there needs to be bloopers so you can sleep after watching oh, it. And I'm like, yeah. 100%. Yes. Yeah. Do you remember podcast? I'm pretty sure that I introduced you to it when did. when uh, we were working together um, at the place that shall not be named. <laughs> And um, it was called Judge and Jeremy. No, I don't. Do you remember, remember that. the two? Mm-hmm. You don't remember it? Oh, it was two Southern guys, mm-hmm. and they had they. One of them kind of sounded like Matthew McConaughey. Mm-hmm. You know that? All right, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah. And they would cover um, murder stories or mm-hmm. spooky things, mm-hmm. and they would always end the every episode with like a funny story or a joke or mm-hmm. something like that to kind of cleanse the palate yeah, because we should do that because it was so their Dark. stuff was kind of gruesome sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We'll start doing that. So you can start next time. Okay. Dad joke I'll or something. Think of something. Yeah. Yeah. I got, I got a lot of dad jokes. Uh, I think same. <laughs> My dad was pretty funny. He was also, <laughs> if you, if you don't have any, just Google Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell telling each other dad jokes. Oh, here's okay. one. Uh, what kind of uh, detergent do mermaids wash their clothes in? I don't know. Tide. Oh. <laughs> but I'm that was a little too easy. I'm here all week, folks. <laughs> Tip your weight, staff. <laughs> all right. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Bye. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Activity Continues podcast. We really appreciate you giving us your ears for a bit. 
Please reach out if you have a suggestion for which episode of The Dead Files we should cover next, or if you have a spooky story you'd like us to share on the show. We can be reached at theactivitycontinues at gmail.com or through our website or any of our socials. Links are all in the description of the show. Please feel free to drop us a note and say hi. And join us next time when The Activity Continues. The Activity Continues is produced by me, Amy, at Collected Sounds Media and is part of the independent Collected Sounds Podcast Network. We are also proud members of the BooPod Network of super cool podcasts. Nailed it. This is just a disclaimer and sort of warning about this podcast. The Activity Continues podcast is in no way affiliated with The Dead Files, its production company, or any of its distributors. We are simply fans that love the show and love to talk about it and dissect it and, yes, make fun of it. But we do love it. And all of the opinions expressed herein are ours alone and have nothing to do with The Dead Files or any of its cast, crew, production, or distributors. And we swear. Enjoy.